This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. What's going on, everybody? Episode 86. We're almost at 100 episodes. Could you believe that? It's amazing to see this whole entire progress. That's crazy. I'm so amazed. And thank you for everyone who's listening to the podcast. Thank you for coming on with me, spending the time and listening in here. I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, this time around, I have my dear friend Calvin Simpson in the virtual house here because, you know, and the episode with, you know, three podcasters under one Airbnb doing one podcast. It was really popular uh me calvin and philip our friend and it was amazing philip was on the podcast as well too a couple episodes back and so i had to bring calvin on to chat with him one-on-one and what he does he was actually the person that helped me put together the gun to your head ebook and you know it was really exciting to have him help me out with this and um can explain what he does and everything he runs a business called hatful.com and he helps people create their books and if you deep down have a you know a dream that you've always wanted to write a book and everything but you have the and you have the ideas and everything like that this is your man he helps you put this all together put on the outlines and like write the book and everything and gets it going for you and everything he helps you go through this whole entire process and makes it so much easier for you it's so cool and he runs a podcast as well too Life Through the Eyes of a Smile podcast, and it's so cool. Uh, you know, I was actually featured on there as well, too, the recent episode, and it's so exciting to, you know, have my friend Calvin here with me here. So the one and only Calvin Simpson. It's my boy, my friend, awesome Calvin Simpson in the house, Woo. host of the Life Through the Eyes of the of a Smile, and, you know, happy. <laughs> What's going on, my friend? <laughs> Paul Lamb, it's so good to be here. I just had you on my podcast, Life Through the Eyes of a Smile, the other day. Absolutely amped to have your new book coming out and to get the hands on it. It's going to be world-changing, my friend. Man, it was so exciting. And thanks to you, actually, uh, for all your fellow Path Hunters. Um, you know, Calvin has been uh, helpful in this as well, too. So he's been uh, totally helping me and just being a rock star, man. So world needs know, more books. Exactly. Especially from people with awesome messages like you, my friend. <laughs> man, uh, you know what's uh, Calvin? I want to let you steer this ship, man, and I want to let you know. You know, I mean, like I'll let. Uh, That's scary, Paul. That's scary. <laughs> For Last the- time I drove a ship, I ran out of ground. <laughs> man i'll let the audience know like let let the audience know like, who you are and like you know who you were you know like who your personal life and you know, what you do and everything just who is calvin simpson man who is calvin simpson let me start here <laughs> <laughs> oh well first God. and foremost my life motto and as you know the podcast life through the eyes of a smile is really about dissecting success. I see success in life ultimately being defined by the quality and quantity of smiles you can achieve over a lifetime. So much like yourself, Paul, I came from the corporate world. I got in there right out of college. I took a program called instrumentation. 
I got into the career, I started excelling. I'm definitely one who gets in there and really puts my all to it. I mean, 60 hour work weeks is what I do right now. It's my big interest. And I'm really, really curious and really looking to leave an impact in this world. So fast forward the clock to about six, six to seven years ago now. It's hard to remember when it was. Mm-hmm. Came out into the workforce, three years in, I absolutely excelled. I was ahead of people who had 10 years technical experience. I was leading teams. We got to the point where we were working actually 100 hour work weeks and to tell you the truth, I completely burnt out. I still remember one of the days, and just to give you an insight of the culture at the facilities, we were in a shutdown. These facilities, when they're not running, are basically losing millions of dollars a day in production. So there's a lot of pressure on you to get things up and we were working around the safety standpoint. So if you mess up your job, someone's life is on the line on the other side and it's not your slips trips and falls safety it's chemical explosions fires like really nasty side Mm. of safety one day to give you an idea of stress that we were dealing with i worked with a guy he ate 12 donuts he was so stressed he ate 12 donuts in a day he his coping mechanism was actually eating donuts oh my gosh I was able to get through it, maybe eating only two donuts a day, but it left me in an incredibly burnt out state. I still remember driving home on the highway a few days, falling asleep, long days, like 12, 15 hour days, and falling asleep a few times thinking, I got this, I got this. Finally, hitting the shoulder a few times, I pulled off the road, I stopped, and started looking at what I was doing. Yeah, it was great, I was making a ton of money, but was it really that great that I'm making all this money, and then I'm falling asleep and almost killing myself and someone else on the drive home? So that's when things really started shifting for me. And I'm sure people can relate to that of just working so hard. And if you ever get to the point, I mean, you've had car accidents where you're sacrificing or putting your life at risk for work. Like, what is that worth? There's no dollar figure. At that time, I was making uh, low six figures. There's no dollar There's no dollar amount that would ever make that possible, especially being young. I don't want to trade money for my life at any point in time. Mm-hmm. So that's really where my mindset set started to shift i made a move to calgary moved to a 40-hour work week downsized really started getting back into the stuff i loved in life longboarding paddle boarding down the river just absolutely having a blast and really redesigning my life brings me to where i am today i have a company that works with authors to write promote and then publish their nonfiction books and I've really found what gets me ticking is connection. So no different than we're having this conversation today, Paul. My driver is connection. So helping authors connect with an audience, connecting like this. Before this, I've already talked to two people in my day. I've had coffees with them already. Fridays are kind of my get-together, go out and meet new people day. So that's really what thrives. And for me, my life through the eyes of a smile and everyone's is different. It really revolves around connection. So Paul, question to you. What gets you apt in a day? What is what is a key ingredient to your life through the eyes of a smile? Man, it's uh, it's what what gets me going. What gets me like happy and what gets me uh, like running through the day and stuff like that. What puts what puts a true smile on your face? And now a true smile is what I call the Duchenne smile. So this is a smile that is really really hard to replicate yeah. unless you're an actor. So a true smile comes from the eyes as well. So you can smile with your mouth and I'm sure people can picture the dead eyes and someone's just smiling you think, what are yeah. you doing? That is a fake smile. <laughs> true smiles come from the eyes as well. So what gives you a true smile, Paul? Man, just 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 every day, just, just you know, in the morning specifically for me, like starting the day going outside and just feeling the sun, man. I just can't help but just look up and just legitimately just smile and just be like, oh my God, life's good. 
life just oh goes. it's amazing i was sitting on a, a balcony with uh, one lady this morning having a coffee and that was just it. it's springtime the leaves are popping you yes. know just the appreciation and being able to just have a coffee from someone she lives five hours away came down and just have a nice conversation where we basically cut the bs there was no expectation on either side but just explore conversation with someone yeah the sun's coming down the leaves are out I was out uh, hiking with my sister the other day, and it was funny. We're walking along, and I really focus on my breathing a lot these days. Mm. So remember to nice deep breath. And it was in this gorgeous wilderness area. She's behind me, and I was saying, you know, saying it serious. I joke a lot of the time, but this time I was serious. I said, Jody, breathe in with me. I want you to take a deep breath and just breathe the air in. And she straight up said, Calvin, I don't know if we can swear, I won't swear, but she's like, Calvin, we you're can. insane. I'm not doing that yoga stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> <We can. laughs> so about five times during that day, I said, Jody, breathe with me, breathe in, in and out. She refused to do it, but I think she's just being a stiff there. And it's so important to soak in those elements in your day, 100%. There's times throughout my day where it's just stop, breathe in, because we go throughout our days with this massive list. Me and you, Paul, we can sit down, I'm sure a bunch of your listeners, and three months later still have a to-do list. But does that really mean that we're moving the needle in the right direction? Most of the time not. Most of the time we're moving in the wrong direction by working too much and forgetting to stop and breathe and yeah. feel the sun. No, it's so true, man. Like, you know what? Like, we we've we've had conversations like this before. Off off the record, I'm so glad that we actually get to catch one of these conversations of ours. It's um, it's so true. It's something like you know what I mean. Like, this is like that. You know, this is how I start off my day, and this is like it's so cool to have you and your energy because every time I, we chat and stuff like that, I legitimately I just want to smile. Like, it's just you bring this awesome vibe with you, and like I don't know, I'm gonna put this in a bit. There's a video. He's just hopping yeah. around. <laughs> Calvin always just puts you in a good place. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and um and it's just uh, just a great place man like you know like were you always like this man like were you always like this uh you know before and everything like that and i've always like always yeah and you're such a good speaker too by the way you're just you just thank go, you you just do your thing man what was it was like make, did, was this all blush. Learned? was this <laughs> was this all learned or like was this all like you know what i mean or were you just I was, like this? Uh, yeah for sure i was super shy growing up and it was a huge part of my development to feel the pain of walking into a room and turning flush because I was worried that people were looking at me. I would turn mm. flush whenever I had to speak to someone new. And when I say flush, a red face. I'm sure we can all imagine people yeah. we know in our lives who get nervous and get a red face. I get those when that I drink. Me. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's like a defense mechanism though. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would always see my dad. He was the people person. He would walk into a room. He would light a room up. People would gravitate towards him. People would be their best selves when they were around him. Mm -hmm. And that really, really gave me a fire under my butt to go out there and do the same thing. So in college, I started exploring books. I was just talking about this book the other day, hugely impactful in my life. It was called The Game. Neil Strauss, it's about picking up women in the short term, up front. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, this is a book in itself, yes, on this gorgeous book, but this is a book in itself from the outside, seems like shallow concepts. When you get into it, it goes far beyond that. The mm. whole basis of this book is communication, and this book really changed my life in college to give me the tools and tactics, and also it really hooked me to reading, that I could read something, apply it into my life, and see my life improve. Yeah. So this book gave me the confidence to go out and talk to random strangers. It didn't have to be a woman. It could be a man. Start up a conversation with them. Have a nice 
flowing dialogue Mm -hmm. and see if, you know, at a coffee after what they were doing in business, what they enjoyed in their life and to be able to really grow quality relationships in my life after that. Mm -hmm. Fast forward the clock now to where we are. And I've put in so much work from the people skills side of things. You know, I was experimenting with a couple online courses. I feel very strongly about it. Um, But back to your initial question, really, that was a key piece of it was improving on my personal skills and wanting to actually be the person who walked into that room and brighten the day, seeing my dad do that. Then the other side, which linked to what we're talking about before is being in a good mood. Yeah. You know my story well. Seven years ago, I was assaulted with a baseball bat. I was in a hospital for seven days for three months after the extent of the injuries to my jaw were so severe that I was in every single week to um, a plastic surgeon to have my jaw reset to make sure my bite was right. Terrible time. I'm 240 pounds now. I was 170 pounds soaking wet. Just I was a skeleton. was only ever eating through a straw for those three months. Nasty time. Mm. But with a lot of the worst times in our life and that moment, it seems awful, like nothing could get worse. Fast forward the clock to where I am now. It was a gift. It's made me who I am. I would never go back and change that. Um, But the one burning question that really left in my mind over there and which links back to your question about feeling good. Mm -hmm. When I was in hospital for seven days, I was in the intensive care unit and I was by far one of the worst off in there. My face was blown out to here. My jaw was completely wired, Mm -hmm. feeling real nasty. My um, left arm, I had a bone sticking out of it. My hand was broken as well. Pretty nasty stuff. And I'm huge on energy. Someone can walk into a room, bring in incredible positive energy, or someone can walk into a room and you think, oh my God, get me away from that creep. What, 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 are the, what do they have? I don't want any of that. Yeah, yeah. Hospitals, for the most part, are the negative energy. It sucks the energy out. And that really had an impact on me. Yeah, of course. Um, with all this said, though, there was one part of my day I'd still look forward to, and that was getting up going for a walk. And why I look forward to that part of the day is there's one ward that still had an energy to it. And that ward was the Stollery Children's Hospital. Mm. So you go in there. And it was all kids. Now, these kids, from the adult's perspective, had all the reason in the world to feel down about themselves. They're in there for 20, 40, 60, heck, some of you don't even get out of there. But they refused to subscribe to the adult's mentality that I should feel bad about myself. Now, granted, they couldn't have a smile and laugh in all of their day, but they could still have a, they could still have a smile and their laugh in the day, which left a burning question in my mind. How some people can be walking down the street, stub their toe, have the worst day of the week. And others can be walking down the street, have some terrible stuff going on, and you have no idea. Now, I am very much on the latter party there. I want to be the person who can bring that brightness to your room. I want to be the person that if I have stuff going on, sure, there's probably a few people in my life who are going to know about it, and I'm going to be able to talk to them about it because that's very important. But I want to be the person out there radiating energy. I want to be the person out there bringing the best out of people. And that had so much to do with my development of seeing how these kids and kids don't have the messed up adult's mindset yet. Their imagination's great. They can have fun. And so that was a huge piece of my life that drove me to who I am now. And ultimately, when it comes down to it, our problems are pretty small. If we think whatever we have going on, what the worst case scenario is, we don't have to look too far to find someone off in a worse, someone in a worse off place with a bigger smile on their face. It's uh, I resonate with that so much because it's so true, because like, you know, what I mean, like I've you know, you we both know that, you know, I've done some traveling and everything like I've seen literally what poverty looks like, but like they're 
like the happiest people in the world, right? And whereas like us over here in a first world country, some of us are we're just like miserable or depressed or we're going through like stress and all these like negative things around us. And it's unreal how like this kind of perspective is all. So so I, I get it 100%. There's a lot of people that are worse off and, but just as happy, right? So, man, I, I appreciate that story, man. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, travel is a great example, right? What are some of the moments that you remember seeing people just having a blast and probably thinking, well, why are they having so much fun? <laughs> I know. it's. Uh, I've seen kids, like, you know, when it was raining outside and, you know, they're just running around in the streets and just having a great time yeah. and just being kids, right? So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting how this works, man. So, man, thanks for sharing, man. Dude, let's uh, you know, I'm gonna shift gears a little bit, and uh, you know, I want to know what's uh, what's going on. Your what's been uh, you know, something you've been grateful for. What's uh, what in the passion project? Anything you've been uh, working on? What's going on? Yeah, for sure. Something I'm grateful for is bringing two new authors into Hatful this week, and I'm grateful for every single author we get to work with, but especially the ones who have the life story, such as yourself. Um, who want to share it to help others. I mean, once we dive into those stories and help them bring it out, it's absolutely amazing. We have one gentleman in the program right now. He was a college-level athlete, got out of college, dropped the sports, but kept the lifestyle with it. He ballooned up to two, or he ballooned up to 500 pounds. He had a whole bunch of other issues going on in his life. Mm. He found his wife, and they started to really be able to make shifts in their life, look and ask some of the tougher questions of why am I going up to 500 pounds, what am I avoiding in my life? Mm. Coming back to 250 pounds now, and he's really looking at going out there and sharing a story of empowerment. Mm. That you know what, you might be in some area of your life where you feel like you're almost worthless or you feel like you've just let yourself go. Well, you know what, you can make a change in those situations. So hearing those stories absolutely fire me up. Our other author who stepped on this week, she has a fantastic story about running. She's drawing the parallels in running to life with pace. And a lot of the time she's looking at stories where people have pretty nasty stuff going on in their life, whether it's divorce or a serious um, serious problem going on. And they have running as really, I hesitate saying a crutch, but they have running as something that can help get them through their day. And I can really resonate that with myself, Same. actually linking to a conversation I had this week. The gym. How great is the gym for you, Paul? You can go into the gym and you almost forget everything else that's going on in the world mm -hmm. because you're in there, you're looking at just really being present, pushing weights. I mean, pushing weights like you, Paul. You can't be thinking about anything else. Those things drop on you, they'll break you in half, they'll cut you in half. It, it's true. And, you know, whenever I'm in the gym, I always leave everything out in the window. <laughs> man like it, it's so true man like it's i, li I like it i like the pa the project that you got going it's just been i'm happy for you for this and then it's it's crazy like where can uh Brother. you know other pathfinder like hunters or like you know any other um you know my listeners can find you and like reach you for this kind of information and stuff if they wanted to take you up on this kind of stuff yeah for sure so calvin simpson on linkedin is where i do most of my work you can follow along there Share with a bunch of great content there. Message me. We'll have a conversation. And if you're interested in writing a nonfiction book, we have the complete support system at H-A-P-P-F-U-L.com. Happiness and fulfillment. How to love child. It's Hatful.com. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, I love hearing that every time, actually. Um, so, you know what? Like, it's I'll link that all in the show notes and for everyone to find. And, and yeah, so it's definitely uh, great to see that, man. So, like, you know, Dialing back a little bit, you know, I know that, you know, you came from the corporate job, you were like overworked and everything like that. And what made you decide to like, what, like, was it 
I kind of want to capture that mindset of where you were so that way like the whole tra entire transition for you because obviously it's hard most of the listener, my listeners are usually uh, corporate nine to five you know people who are just frustrated unfulfilled and just not happy but they really want to leave and try something new of their life for their life right like what's uh you know what was that process like if you can just try to paint us a picture for that yeah for sure uh being at work, I was always the ideas guy. I was the creative guy, which really falls in a lot of the time to more of the director level, the CEO mm -hmm. level decision making, mm -hmm. especially medium sized organizations. I was involved with 100 person company and about a 30 person company. So I'd always be coming up with the good ideas, um, online training, or at least I thought they were good ideas, online training, these different marketing initiatives. And I would always be doing a whole bunch of work on my outside, presenting these plans. And I got to a point where I got pretty frustrated because I would do all this work, bring it forward as a good idea, work with management to really shape it up to impact the company. And it would get to a certain point. A lot of time it gets shot down because it wasn't an idea from one of the owners of the company. That's pretty hard to take when you're a creative person. Yeah. I always compare it to if you go out and someone asks you to build a sandcastle, you build this beautiful sandcastle. They come over, they kick this thing into the sand, which is really saying, you know what, your idea is no good. We're not going to work with it. You spend so much time on it, it can be really hard to take. It is. So yeah. I had enough of these ideas coming through that I really thought would take off and being dismissed that I got to the point of saying, you know, what, I'm going to do this stuff on my own. Like I'm going to work outside of work to build this stuff and test it and see where it goes. So that was really the big trigger for me to start searching outside. I know Derek Sivers has been a big inspiration in your life, Paul. Yeah. Derek Sivers is an absolute legend. L-E-G-E-N-D. <laughs> We're going to spell it out. That's much of a legend he is. He, he is. I love him. He had, a <laughs> he had a podcast with Tim Ferriss where he was talking about a very similar topic, how he's really created his life, his career. And at the end of it, he said, you know what? If you have any questions, reach out to me. He gave his email address. Now, a little voice inside my head said, Calvin, go and do this. Now, another little voice said, no, it's ridiculous, Calvin. Why would you do that? He's not going to get back to you ever. I've had this ridiculous little voice so many times, and I'm sure you have as well, saying, don't do it when you come up with an idea. And that's really protecting us from that potential downfall. But I've got good enough now where if I hear that voice, I can say, take a hike yeah. and run with the idea. So I emailed them. And really, what's the worst thing that happens? I put a bit of time into email. He never gets back to me. Who cares? At least I still went out and did it. Yeah. What's the best thing? He gets back to me. Well, it was exactly that. He emailed me back and I gave him the question of, hey, you know what? I'm in a corporate job, but it's not what fires me up. I have an inclination that this is what really gets me going. And I can't remember what it was at that time. Um, might have been around some online training concepts I had going on. Mm -hmm. And his biggest advice was right around Christmas. I still remember this was go out and read the book. So good. They can't ignore you by Cal Newport. You need to read this book now. So I went, I bought it over Christmas and I read it. And the number one key piece of advice was to do two things at once. Now, most people, we get into it and we get frustrated when we're doing two things at once because we think, you know what, I could leave that job behind and have so much more time to dedicate to this job now. Yeah, That is still a piece of advice I hold on to heavily. And after struggling with some of these concepts, and let's face it, you have to get paid. It's true. So it's really once you start getting paid where a nice transition happens. But that was a huge piece of advice for me and something I always pass along. So good they can't ignore you. Fantastic book. And the basic premise of that book is do two things at once. If it really means something to you, you're willing to put in that extra time. Wait for it to start taking off, then hop over. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's so true. I, I, I agree on that concept as well, too, because it depends on the person, quite honestly. Um, there were, yeah. you know, I always like to give the advice of when, like, you know, I mean, like, take your time. Um, if you're not too, uh, just don't rush it and then create, try to create a side hustle slowly until it's profitable, until it, it'll sustain your lifestyle and then leave, right? Or you can just be crazy like me and then just leave and then just take out to Thailand. <laughs> And, you're crazy, uh, SA. You're crazy. <laughs> and dude, man, like you know what I noticed? Like after talking to you, um, you know about you know just your whole story and just just rifting with you right now, Calvin, is that you know you, you connect with people so well. How do you con- like you know like is there any tips or hacks that you would suggest to people who are trying to learn to connect and network? Because that thing is so important in today's world, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. One of the things I always tell people, they see me now and they say, Calvin, you're a natural. In my opinion, there are very few naturals in this world. Most people are incredibly unnatural to start, but the people who excel are the ones who are willing to put in the time and put in the effort to improve. I am not kidding you. When I say I was in college, I would be beat red talking to a lady. Even a new new guy I'd met, I'd be beat red talking to them. Nervous about what to say, nervous how to connect, and really just in this crippled state. I went away and I started with the book, The Game. I got into Dale Carnegie's book as well, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's a great book too, yeah. I started going out to networking events. I started talking to people online. And my basic message I'd like to get across here is it's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be difficult. But go out there, find a few key resources, and then start taking action. Another thing I'm doing this year, which is a bit counter advice to what most people say is, I'm reducing the amount I'm reading. I was reading so much before that I wasn't doing. And I'll get so stuck in my head with 16 or 20 different concepts that I'd go out and I'd be trying to run through this script in my head and completely fail, when realistically, if I just put that stuff away, crashed and burned a few times talking to people, you're gonna learn quick. The Sure, the first or second time might be awkward, but you learn so much out of actually doing as opposed to just intake knowledge. <laughs> so that's another big tip is go out there. You're going to be uncomfortable at first doing it, but get into it. And we'll throw another tidbit in here. Before I really excelled in offline networking, I still don't really like going out and meeting people at events because it's hard. You can walk into an event. There's 100 people. Sure, there's probably a few key people that you'd really get along with in there. How do you tell? How their hair, how they dress? It's pretty t- tough, right? Other it than is. working your way through the crowd. Social media, man, I'm on this tool. I'm on this tool all the time, man. (laughs) Social media is awesome for meeting people because you can find like interest because that's where connection is based off of. It's common interest and common likes. I always say this in my courses. Who do we like the most? Ourselves. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) Who do we like the second best? ourselves i'm just kidding <laughs> people who are like ourselves <laughs> yeah and who cares about the third because if you're 30 last just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, what it boils down to is we gravitate to people who have common interests yes. like us so going on instagram for instance i search out bloggers i find bloggers who are writing on cool topics i can connect with them and i can do a bunch of research beforehand to really figure out if we're going to connect because let's face it we have a pretty good image of ourselves online whether it's facebook linkedin or instagram what we're posting the conversations we're having is leaving our digital imprint there and it's really establishing a voice in the room before you actually can make that connection so that's my big advice to people and especially when my shoes i was incredibly nervous going out meeting people offline in the online world is completely different because you can set yourself up for success by finding people who have shared interests as you Mm -hmm. 
Man, I like that. Like, I like the advice and the value bombs that you just dropped, actually. And uh, what's, BBs. <laughs> what's uh, Ooh. what's your Instagram, uh, Calvin? I have it already, though. But kind of eyes of a smile. So eyes like eyeballs, then of a smile. So life through the eyes of a smile, but shorter. All right. And yeah, I got a word of the day on there every single day. I try and tour around Calgary it's and fun. also teach people on a few new vocab words they can stick in i like it you've been really really active on it uh, and uh it's always fun to watch you like you are in different places which is good which is like amazing yeah oh it's huge right no one likes to see the same sweet backdrop i have here of a whiteboard that's too boring although the natural lighting in here is nice isn't it i know i didn't mind this time at um <laughs> i didn't mind at starbucks and i changed from my regular no i was just kidding um Dude, how do you how do you keep up with productivity? Like, what's uh, do you have like a routine Boom. or anything like like that? We didn't plan this beforehand, but if you look behind me on the board, I was really good at the start of the year of sitting down on Sundays and planning out my entire week, and not to the level of detail where I have a hundred tasks I'm doing every single day. One key thing every single day that would move the needle forward on a thirty or sixty day plan. I went into a stretch over the last two months where I was more reactive to mm-hmm. just. Um, responding to what came into my day and it was awful I didn't move the needle forward now I'm just going back to this calendar basically where I schedule out the key events for the end of the month I have a webinar coming up which is my big one about four weeks out really focused on building that so lay together my schedule to accomplish that also sleep is one of the biggest things if you get me on an off sleep day sure I can over caffeinate to get a little boost but my productivity will be terrible in those situations. And uh, one of the best pieces of advice is if you're stuck in a low productivity moment, get mm-hmm. away from it. Go out there and do something that recharges you. Go to the gym where you can't think about the stuff you were just doing. One of my favorites is to go longboarding. You can't really think about other stuff going on when you're going 100 miles an hour down the pavement around a corner just kidding i don't go that fast but. <laughs> dude i was gonna say <laughs> like 100 miles an hour what are you talking about it's amazing yeah I, calgary has a nice beautiful river you go along there you see the people that are out you breathe in that air like a crazy yoga person and that is one of the best productivity hacks to come back in if you're in a rut but yeah planning i'm huge on planning too if you don't plan things they don't get done and goal setting as well yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, I feel like even breathing as well too. That you know something that I've been taking up recently. I don't feel. I feel like you know it's so not a lot of people do it. Not a lot of people take that up and everything, right? Like I'm breathing, so you know. And some four sigma attic. <laughs> Thanks for the promotion right there. I appreciate it, <laughs> Calvin. You're the man, dude. Man, so like, do you have like a morning routine or anything like that? You get into the zone, or like, you do get like into like um. Your 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 you mode like I, I know you got your like I'm telling you it's contagious. Oh, yeah. If you guys Crazy. if you guys can see Calvin man he's like he's like he's very very contagious like it's awesome in a good way I'm not saying it's a bad way this guy he's just <laughs> energy is this guy's a superstar I'm telling you. Uh yeah one of my best tips actually came from Kelsey Agler good friend online and it's really to start your day in a positive state and it's very very simple get your phone out of the room do not have your phone in the room. I have an old school alarm clock that wakes me up to music. Jeez. I pick a nice soft station. Yeah. What's most people's alarm clock? Wah, 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 wah. It sounds like a freaking e room or an evac going off. Like, what a terrible way to start your day. Can you imagine if you had some nice meditation music? Some... 
How nice that would be, Paul. You can Dude, like just loop that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss my phone over up in the upstairs or something like that because I keep it right next to my um uh, my pillow and I wake up with like the weird. Oh yeah, and what's the iPhone. first thing you do? You look at it. And I check my emails and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have all these emails and text messages, and it's the worst way to start a day because you start shook in. I have I have After. my good and bad days though. I have my good and bad days on those. So yeah the swings though right the yeah. swings can be dangerous man. i would trade just for a nice smooth start yeah um another key thing hop up get in that cold shower get in that cold shower to wake you up and then those. eat omelets my favorite and then from there it's getting into the day it's all scheduled but yeah to start don't have a cell phone in the room that's one of the biggest ones for me how much sleep how about is you for me, for me, it's like, you know, like on a really good winning day, it's like, you know, leaving the phone or even like how I would usually have the phone right next to me. But when, when I wake up, I don't even check. I just turn off the alarm, go straight to the washroom and do my thing and then drink some water and then uh, go over some gratefulness exercises. Cool. And uh, and then I rock the place. And I, if, if it's nice outside, if it's like I'm telling you, like this morning I went outside and I just took in the, the sun and it was just like, yeah. like yes, this is great. This uh. is, it was nice here the other day too, Paul, and it was so nice outside. I cooked burgers for breakfast. Like I'm not even kidding. It was so <laughs> nice out. I looked out and there was a barbecue there, and I was thinking I either cook an omelet or I'm like, why don't I get outside and cook burgers for breakfast? Yeah, it was delicious. Yeah. Another thing too, I forgot is I honestly try to wake up without an alarm clock. My body clock is pretty steady at this point to wake me up from seven to eight. So I do my best. I'll only set an alarm clock if I have a meeting at eight. Mm. But other than that, I like to wake up without an alarm clock. And I think that's the perfect day because you've set yourself up the night before with enough sleep. And that for me is an ultimate hack. Instead of just trying to squinch the time in and hitting snooze, it's yeah, it's not good. Yeah, no, it's squinch. I think I just made that word up. <laughs> squinch. <laughs> You are the word man. You know it. Like I know he, he. <laughs> I would be surprised if you actually created Squinchy. it. But uh, man, I like this. I like I like all the helpful tips and everything. It's very practical and you know, making all the wind days. And uh dude, it, it's it's crazy. So I love this so much. Thank you for this. Thank you, Paul. And man, uh, you know what? Like, I really want to be respectful of your time, man. And we're gonna ask you just a few more questions. And uh before, you know, I get into this, man, we're just gonna Go over a few things. I'm going to let you know two things. I love it. <laughs> Dude, I want to let you know that, you know, man, like you're, you've been a huge influence in my life and uh, I'm glad we met, man. I cherish our friendship very much and you're like a freaking superstar and, uh, you know, man, like you are impacting the world in a positive way. I love that. And thank you for everything that you do, man. The feeling is reciprocal, brother. Thank you for everything you do. And it's an absolute pleasure to be on here. And it's awesome. We met. I didn't even know it was five, six months ago now. We had the chance to meet up in Toronto and have some epic days, ride bikes together. We'll definitely do that again. I feel like I need to put that in the show notes because I still have that video. It's like it's pretty it was a pretty awesome day. Nice. <laughs> Only... Bikes on the pier at sunset. It was pretty romantic. <laughs> it was really romantic. I love it. Uh... <laughs> Dude. Man, and uh, you know, for all those path hunters, uh, you know, if they wanted to contact you or you know follow you online and stuff, like where do you usually hang out? You know, what's uh, what's the best way to to talk to Calvin Simpson? If you want to talk to me, seven eight zero two eight eight one three zero six. That's the number you give a ring. I love people who give out their numbers. I see it online. Someone puts it in a LinkedIn post. I hang almost time. I call that. I want to talk to people. I want to create connection. I want to create meaningful relationships straight up call me 
if you get this and you're interested, we'll have a five minute conversation. Other than that, LinkedIn's huge, Calvin Simpson, and then I hang out at hatful.com. I also have a blog in there. A lot of productivity, a lot of writing related stuff. And I also have a ton of fun on Instagram, as you know. Eyes of a smile. Love it, man. Like you, you are, I appreciate that. Follow him, contact him. If you guys have a book inside you, reach out to him as well. Needs to come out, needs to share to the world. World Needs more books. Don't hold, you know, and my, you know, and we, we we talked about this all the time, Calvin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't hold that message. Don't withhold that message to the world. If you have a message, reach out to everyone. Absolutely. Man. So, you know what? When you hear the term path hunters, Calvin, you know, what comes to mind? Two hunters walking down a path. <laughs> but these are more people looking at going and creating their own path in life. The ones who are asking the tough questions about, hey, you know what? Am I in the best spot in my life? How much have I actually put effort in to create the life that I desire compared to how much do I just expect to happen to me? Path hunters are the people who go out there and create their life. They're not the ones who sit on the couch and just expect great things to happen because that doesn't happen. You have to go out there and create your life. So that's what path hunters means to me, brother. Unreal. I love it man like it's it's funny because like i always say like the term like path hunters like there has to be like an intentional an intention involved right like for you to actually go out and get up your ass and just go and f- be the best that you can be in life and you know so Ooh. it's 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 amazing i appreciate that that's an amazing um analogy you know when I, when i first started path hunters you know people thought it was like a travel brand for like backpacks or something like that like i don't know but that, i don't know but like it's, it's great how like everybody gets it now so it's so cool sounds like a new sponsor <laughs> dude so i'm gonna paint a picture for you pretend you're like you know um you know you're in toronto you know we we were down so imagine you're in like the middle of dundas square all these people walking by and stuff you know you see so many faces you have a you know a cardboard sign that you're able to write one message or one advice to impact all these people in a positive way what kind of message or advice would this be um it's pretty busy. Dundas Square is busy. I normally say trade expectation for creation, but I'm going to go with the world is a better place with a smile on your face. And I intentionally did that to get two sayings in. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I bend the rules. I love it. I love it. Man, dude. <laughs> Calvin. Man, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, I appreciate that. It's amazing. Like, it's great to have you on the show. And it's great to, like, you know, be friends. I cherish our friendship very much. And, uh, you know what I mean? I'm excited to see how your journey unfolds. I'm excited to even, you know, later on to bring you on as well to, to catch, uh, to get an update on everything. Man, you're, you're a rock star in my eyes. And, you know, you're definitely impacting the world in a great, positive way, man. Thank you, Paul. And thank you to all your listeners as well. I look forward to chatting with them. And I always cherish our time together and can't wait to the next sunset, sunset bike ride in Toronto. For Calgary, man, you got to come out here too. I know. Definitely. No, that's definitely on the on the list for sure. Thanks for coming on, my friend, and uh, catch you on the flip side. Cheers.
That was my man, Calvin Simpson in the house. Calvin, thank you so much for just jumping on to the podcast. I appreciate the opportunity, brother, for you know coming on here. I can't wait to bring you on again and chat with you again next time. I will see about what's going on in your world, buddy. And uh, thank you so much for all you Path Hunters who just listened to the podcast. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And I certainly enjoyed the interviewing part of it. And it was so fun. And uh, yeah, if you guys have a chance, you know, check out my new ebook as well too, Gun to Your Head. And uh, check it out. It's about overcoming adversity and how adversity can be your greatest teacher and if you have any concerns or anything like that you know reach out to me paul at pathhunters.com or even if you want to say hi just send me a hello you know send me hello and i'd love to hear from you because i want to know you as well too i want to know what you guys what your thoughts on the podcast and everything about that as well too so thank you so much i hope you guys are being intentional with your life and finding your own path and becoming path hunters thank you so much have yourself a good one take care i hope you guys enjoyed that remember to subscribe share and review Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.